When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number 10 of the Andy Campbell Championship Show on only on Ace Podcast. I am your host, Cy. I'm by ex-Premier League and Championship striker, Cardiff City legend, Mr. Andy Campbell, to talk the week's results and news in the Skybet Championship. Welcome. You all right, buddy? Evening, mate. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, loads to talk about. This week again, it's just so much has happened, man. Time. I know it's uh, midweek, midweek games, um, loads of ups and downs, and some big teams get some big, big, big teams getting beat, um, sendings off, goalkeeper mistakes, some good games on the TV as well. To be fair, as well, that the, the, the league seems to be picking us guys, keep picking some decent games, yeah, they're picking the right ones, and they it's um, it's a weird one because it's just it, we say all the time we said at the start of the season, we say it every week. Championship, anyone can beat anyone, but it yeah. just this year seemed even even worse than ever for us. Yeah, well, I think I think I think it previously we, we we spoke about this, didn't we? About teams, games and um, teams running away with it, and there's no team running away with it this year at all. And every time I think a team's going to go on a run and do really well, they just come back to earth in a in quite a hefty way. You know what I mean? And we're obviously going to going to speak about it soon. But there's some uh, there's some big sides who are. Um, we're taking some uh, taking some taking some defeats at the minute, and taking some uh, taking some beatings off some littler so-called smaller clubs. Yeah, and uh, the only team which might play with it, I think, is Preston at this rate. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, right. I think every, they're, they're certainly proving us wrong for what we said at the start at, uh, at the start of the season. So fair play to them. Uh, well, I went. I, I seen them oh, in yeah. week against against Middlesbrough, and they were. They were very good, you know what I mean. I think that was probably one of their off games as well, and and they, and they fully deserved a draw. Fully deserved a draw against Middlesbrough. Probably could have nicked it if they with a little bit more quality in the final third. But they set up to get the point, and uh, you know what I mean. Joy, joy, you're away against when you home games, and you you you're, in, you're, you're having a successful season. Yeah, and they got a nice, they got a good young, vibrant size, quick and sharp. Gone. Yeah, yeah. They got a they got a good balance, haven't they? Uh, mm. Of youth and experience and pace. Yeah. Pace. And they, what's happy is how good they defensively they are as well. They've been very impressed with their defence, especially the last couple of weeks. Yeah, excellent. Right, let's get, before we get into it, we'll just do the quick uh, the plugs. So uh, all our shows and series available in video format at youtube.com, Nation, audio at all the usual podcasting platforms and apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and loads of others. We've, uh, yesterday, or the... T- today as we record this but monday we uh, launched the brand mma series at the danny mma show which myself and former cage warriors featherweight champion of the world danny button broke down ufc 203 as well as discussing some other mma subjects and danny answered answered uh, the questions of the people as well and uh, i'm thrilled to welcome danny he was a champ for seven years expert in all types of martial arts 
and uh, he brings an incredible amount of, of knowledge and technical how to the uh, when we were discussing and uh, I feel very privileged to have uh, you know an ex Premier League Championship footballer breaking down football with me and then uh, you know a featherweight champion world breaking down the fights I feel there so uh, today's show is brought to you by Day Apparel Day Apparel is a group of casually obsessed football fans looking to bring something different to the wardrobes of like-minded football music weekend can agenda to bring you some exclusive they are edgy controversial but most importantly current from t-shirts polos shorts to hoodies and accessories stick with them and they aim to bring you terrace wear that will turn heads and provide that cutting edge look we all brave and that peek at some of their new stuff and it's very very smart very nice indeed uh, yeah. The designer, which they've got, is uh, A.D. Wallerstone. Follow them on the, you know, the Instagram, and, Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, and they've got some great stuff, some lovely stuff. Dead, dead, dead trendy, available yeah. for all, all the ages. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and I, th- I think that's the, that's the appeal for me, that um, it, could be, it could be 50, you know what I mean? It could be 20, and it just looks, it just looks modern and, and cool, and, uh, and it's, it's really good, really good. Yeah, and what I, I like... As well as you get like some, um, there's like some stuff like the t-shirts which I got, but they some of their newer stuff as well is you know is a bit more kind of modern or a bit more uh, what's the word you know, like your coats or something like that that like that type yeah. of design which I really like yeah. uh, you know and it's pop popular on the t- as well isn't it? Yeah. And, um, what the price is good as well. It's not uh, you know they have or, or designer clothes looking to who like their clothes and their designer clothes like football fans do. They haven't just yeah. whacked the prices up really high because of that. Mm. They've kept it decent for uh, rate, and I like it as well. Yeah, Who yeah, I like that. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. That no more mess. Up, pal. No. It's a crazy week in the championship, and it's time to get stuck. So uh, here we are. First game we're going to look at is uh, Fulham to Charlton. Charlton, unlucky. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? The, obviously, that was the, the the Saturday morning, well, Saturday lunchtime kickoff, and um, and to be fair, when I when I seen the teams and I. I, I Every time you watch you watch Fulham, you just think they're going to run away with run away with games, and and they're going to steamroll over teams. And Kenny's on fire, scoring goals. Mitrovic is he's he's, he's just a regular goal scorer, you know what I mean? But they're always um, the, the leaking goals at the back of Fulham. Um, uh, Charlton started really well, uh, excellent first goal, it was a great ball in, superb knockdown, and Gallagher finished oh, superbly well. And and um, and, and from there. Uh, I thought Fulham would have, would have really tried to get back into the game in the first half, but the, the rest of the first half was quite cagey, quite scrappy, um, and obviously Charlton winning one 0 ahead at half time, and and then I thought they've got they've got a chance here, they've got a chance, you know what I mean? There's going to be an onslaught because because of the players that they've uh, that Fulham have that it's impossible not to. But um, Cavallero's uh, goal was just oh, out of this world, you know what I mean? When you've got players like that to come into your side, you, you know what I mean? You can just change a game within a second and. You know and what chances the the so-called smaller sides got. You know what I mean. So then once he equalised, I thought um, Fulham were just going to go on and um, steamroll over them again and, and and get 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 the three points quite comfortably. But Charlton went back ahead with a with a very good header from Bourne, and uh, and then then you just believe then can they just hold on? You know what I mean. Lee Boy has get he's got his tactics right so many times this season, and uh, I just I just I just wanted them to hold on. And Mitrovic hit the crossbar, and and it was wave after wave of attack, and um, and then and then he he got his probably. The deserved equaliser, I think, in the end, uh, a little bit um, dubious because he was in an offside position when Kearney, um had the initial shot. He was he was the wrong side of the defender, but it was so impossible for a linesman to see 
uh, see that in, in in open play. You know what I mean? If that's VAR, it gets it gets it gets quashed off. But at the same time, I'm I'm happy that goals are, are, are allowed because it just it just makes it interesting because it just it made that game in the final part of the game uh, very interesting because if it's um, if it's two one and you know what I mean, Charlton are just going to sit back and, and and not go forward to go and get to get the third goal. It would just made the game uh, for me a little bit more. Uh, less dramatic than what it was, and you know what I mean. Lee Boyer's, you know what I mean. So far, manager of the season without a without a shadow of a doubt for me, and I think he's he's done a great job. And to go away there to Fulham and, and be so close to get the points, you know, we should be very proud of his players. Yeah, and some tough games. Last couple of games, they played Leeds, they played uh, Fulham. It's you know, it's been a tough week for uh, for yet again. I think at the moment, Bowie seems like a shoe in for manager of the year to me. But obviously, there's a long oh, way to go. Fulham yeah. point of view, I to where he should be. Last few weeks, I thought he'd looked a bit off, um, maybe a bit lethargic, yeah. but a bit. But I thought he was bang up for that uh, Saturday, and it showed. You know, he makes such. I don't think it's a We said it. We said it before, Stein. We said it before on their on their day when you've got the Mitrovic on fire. You know what I mean? You've got your knockout. You've got your Cavalero. You've got your Tom Kearney. There's there's probably no no better front four in. In the championship, or the championships ever seen in my eyes, because you know, what I mean, if those four, those four are on their game week in week out, it's going to take some beating. You know what I mean? Because the the, the Premier League class footballers and they should be playing playing the playing the trade at a higher level. But there's a reason why they're there because Fulham want to progress and get and get, and get better. And you know what I mean? And uh, and it's just it makes our job talking about these games even better because we want to be talking about all these kind of players and um, and and just a good mix of what they've got because it just just it just makes for an exciting season. We've got loads to come and. Um, and I think there's more to come from uh, from Fulham. You know what I mean? I think Charlton are doing really well, but I think there's still still a lot to come from Fulham because they haven't really got on that run, which I expect them to, and I, and I believe it might just come around the corner. They haven't um, they haven't quite clicked in terms of on the bounce. They are they've looked you know exceptional, but they Fulham yeah. just haven't quite clicked into that run of games. Yeah, but, but I think I think I think, I think we can probably say that about about all the teams who come. Uh, all the teams have come down. I think all the teams have come down this year. There's a little bit of a hangover, you know what I mean? And obviously Huddersfield took a took a, a obviously the biggest hit. Um, obviously Cardiff can't can get themselves going. It's it's one win, one defeat. You know what I mean? Obviously they're on they're on a little bit of a mini run, but Fulham are the same thing. They just can't they can't get that um that that run of games where you need. If you get three wins in the championship, you can get yourself top of the league straight away. And I think you know what I mean. It's probably only just around the corner for them. And, you know what I mean? I think the run up to Christmas is, is huge for everybody, and I think uh, once Christmas hits, I think we'll have a have a really good idea about this top six or top three or, um, or, to, or certainly top one and two. And uh, and I, but I can't see them not being in around that area because they're they're full of exciting, outstanding footballers. Yeah, yeah. Fulham winning would have been harsh on Charlton. Yeah. But I good. You know, they, they Charlton were unlucky not to win necessarily, but I do think they deserved at least a point. Yeah, no, so I totally agree. Totally agree. He's played very well, well for uh, Charlton, and uh, Dan Prattley did quite well as well. Um, but but Bowie's tactics again, mate. Really, you know, I couldn't knock him again. And for a young, such a new manager, it's impressive. He's getting, he's just getting his players. He's just getting his players to run through a brick wall for the football club. You know what I mean? I, I spoke about them at the start of the season, and I and I thought they would struggle. And the reason I thought they would struggle was because. Um, because they didn't have a lot of time, time to prepare for the championship and they were in the playoff final. So it gave them a, a probably a, a four, five, maybe six week window where, you know what I mean, they were behind a lot of, a lot, a lot of teams. You know what I mean? They haven't got, they don't have the biggest of crowds. They're not the biggest of clubs. They didn't spend any money in the summer. So to do what they're doing now is just, 
it's unbelievable. And you know, what I mean, it, it, forget forget teams who uh, who are top of the league who've got big budgets. You know, what I mean, you've got to look at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is is your manager and your players and 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 your and your recruitment and and Charlton Athletic at the minute have uh, have got it all spot on. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to go and uh, you know spend a lot no, of money in January. Um, you know, maybe if they could strengthen some loan players or a couple of frees or cheap transfers from you know, they'll probably look at League One players. Yeah. I thought if there's any which uh, take a chance on because obviously they're familiar with that league from last year. And you know, if they can strengthen, there's no reason why we, as we said, I think it was one of the questions was could Luton and Luton, Preston, could they make the playoffs? And I think we both agreed that Alton were probably the which would would be the could possibly do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if they keep going and they strengthen, you just don't know. In this league, no, no, you just no. don't know anything of... Uh... So, uh, next up, we had uh, Swansea City 1, Stoke City, Stoke. First yeah, championship well, win of the season. Well, First win in a very, very long time. Yeah, it was coming. We, we, we spoke about this and we, we spoke about that, you know what I mean, that, 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 that they had to win sooner rather than later. Um, and to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased for, for Jones because... You know, I mean, he certainly deserved to get that get that monkey off his back and and, and change the way things were going. Do you know, what I mean, it was and it was totally deserved. Um, one interesting one was that he he put Federici back in goal, uh, put Jack Butland back on the bench, and and uh, the first goal, which I, I thought was an excellent save, by the way. I thought uh, I thought he was really unlucky, Federici, that he saved it. He squirmed under his body a little bit, and you tapped it in, and. But after that, it was just uh, Stoke just started to just go on cruise control, and 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 the, and the good players started to um, come to the table. You know what I mean? I thought Joe Allen was absolutely fantastic. You know what I mean? His drive for midfield for for Klukas's goal was just was just superb. Um, and and the created chances they should have gone ahead just before half time. It was an awful miss from Lee Gregory. Um, you know what I mean? He's, he's an excellent centre forward at this level, and he knows where the, knows where the where the back of the net is, boy. He obviously uh, misjudged that a little bit. And um, and second half, Stoke continued to press and. You know, what I mean, Swansea had a couple of half chances, but you know, what I mean, Scott Hogan at the right of the death and won the game. That they fully deserved it, and you know, what I mean, the the concerning thing for me is that Stoke were always going to turn this around. All right, they might, they might you know, what I mean, they yeah. they probably they probably be happy with a, a mid table season with the, with the start they had. Uh, but who's saying they can't go and win five, six, seven games on the on the balance now? Because confidence breeds confidence. Winning breeds winning. Um, you know what I mean? And and some of the players that they've got in their squad, you know, what I mean, and on the bench is. Is outstanding. The same as the same as Fulham. You know what I mean? You've got you've got Wales International in Joe Allen. Um, you've got um, you've got your your Klukas who's 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 having a fantastic season. Um, you've got your Tom Inces. You know what I mean? You, they're, they're full of they're full of very good footballers and and, and players who know the championship. So, you know what I mean? I think that that one win now could probably. Um, um, I think in, in two or three weeks they'll be well clear with the of the bottom three, and uh, which will be concerning for a few teams in and around there. Um, including uh, one of my own, uh, which is it's just it's it's worrying a little bit, you know what I mean? For because like we said this about both sides, the, the two big clubs down there that that they're going to pick up, and to pick up probably in the same week was probably a little bit disheartening for both of them because because uh, it probably don't look like they've made that much progress. But there's a bigger picture again. The bigger picture is is getting that first win and getting that monkey off your back, and and uh, and Stoke fully deserved to beat Swansea on Saturday. And Swansea aren't having a great run themselves, so um, they probably hit hit Swansea at the right time. Look, first on Swansea, that international break has absolutely destroyed them. It's yeah. killed them because yeah. ever since that lead game, they just have not hit the same levels in terms no. of results and their performances haven't been great since. Um, and there's another international break. Well, now, yeah. Which yeah, is, we're now again, yeah. Which I run, they, they probably want. They mm. want so, yeah. 
Yeah, well, you, you, you look at you look at Stoke City. Stoke Stoke won't want a, a, an international break now. They've got that. They've got that. They've got that victory, um, and they want to go and hit the games again. And you know, what I mean, it's frustrating because we've only just had one two weeks ago, and we got, we have another one now, and it's just it's just so disheartening for the championship because every single team in the championship has got international footballers within their within their group. So there's just it's just stop starting. And I think maybe that is the that is the problem what which some teams have found that you know what I mean they're picking up a couple of injuries from international duty or lads are, are tired or they're not able to play because um, and I'll use it as an example it was Puskas for Reading, Reading were flying before the international break Puskas was on fire he just battered Cardiff City on his own he goes to the international break he comes back he doesn't play because he's 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 travelled all over the world and then all of a sudden he's, he's he loses a bit of form. Reading have massively blown up a little bit, and you know what I mean. It's such a shame for football clubs because these football clubs pay the wages, the fans pay the wages, and they just they don't know what kind of team they're going to get when the international break um, finishes. It's just it's just such a shame, such a shame, nightmare really. Yes, travelling isn't it as well? You know, some of these some of these teams are travelling all over Europe, all over the world. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, um, and playing a couple of games of football as well, not ideal preparation for a championship game on the Saturday after. Uh, no. I, but I said to you, I think, I think it was about two or three shows back that I thought Stoke were coming round. Uh, and they were starting to play well. Then they all of a sudden they lost a couple of games, and then you, I started to second guess myself. But what was interesting here is the last games Stoke really, and then something's happened. They one week they had Joe Allen sent off, um, and then they conceded an equaliser quite quickly after. Yeah. Um, but to, with the Swansea game, Swansea scored early. So it was a different scenario for Stoke that they faced over the last yeah. weeks because the last few gone into the lead and then they've kind of stuttered. Whereas this time round, they went behind and, yeah, size. Dan Klukas and the middle were just super. Yeah, I think so, mate. They've got the right balance them too because... Um... They both like to go forward, you know what I mean. They both, they both not scared to, to stick the boot in, you know what I mean. They've, they, they can spray balls about passing long and short. They, they get the fair share of chances, you know what I mean. Lucas has scored more goals than Joe Allen, but Joe gets himself in the box for the for the, for the goal. You know what I mean. You've got your two centre midfielders in the box. You know what I mean. It, it shows you your, intent, your intentions. You know what I mean. You're playing away for away for, to Swansea City, and and your two um, your two centre midfielders are driving in the box and. And Joe did great to, to beat three or four and cut the ball back and, and there's there's your centre midfield partner to to smash the ball home and it's just it's such it, it, it must just give the manager such such pride that, that that those kind of things that they're working on in training that the um that, that they start working because you know what I mean we, we you, said, you just said it their side that um um that, that that they got things right in previous weeks but they just couldn't sustain it for the full ninety minutes and. You know what I mean? I, I, they still didn't do it for the full 90 on Saturday, but they did it for longer periods again. Instead of doing it for 20, 30, 40 minutes, like they have done previous weeks, they started on Saturday to do it for 60, 65, 70. And, you know what I mean? And, uh, and Stoke, yeah. could be a, Stoke could be a force to be reckoned with if they can do it for 70, 75 oh, minutes. God, because, yeah. And that's, and that's, the, concerning, that's the, the concerning thing for me because of, of, the, of the division because um, we've more or less written them off a little bit. And... Um, you know what I mean? That's probably, especially last week or the week before. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? There's always a team which surprises you, and you know it wouldn't surprise me if they went on a run. You know what I mean? But like we just said there, the international break could have could have really, really come at a, a wrong time or uh, for Stoke City after that first win. So we'll just have to uh, have to wait and see what comes out comes comes out in two weeks' time when we come back. Yeah, I mean, West Brom started a bit at the start of the season, top yeah. of the league now, and yeah, they really started to hit form. 
Yeah. Pretty quietly as well, by the way. You know, I, mean, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, we're going to talk about them, but you know, what I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, you know, what I mean, they were, they were unbeaten until they got beat by Leeds in the week, and you know, what I mean, they're a, they're a, they're a big a big club with a, a very big name manager, and and uh, West Brom always seem to get things right. You know, what I mean, the recruitment's been very good, and um, but as they're going back to Stoke, you know, what I mean, they've uh, hopefully they turned the corner because. They're a big club, sleeping giant. You know what I mean. They've always been a big club uh, ever since I was growing up, and they've always been a Premier League club with Tony Pulis. He had them very, very well stabilised, and obviously they took a hit over the last couple of the seasons. And um, and hopefully good things can be around the corner for them. Yeah. I, um. What about Swansea? Um. You know, something. I'm worried right for them at the moment. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. To be fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried for them to be fair because you know what I mean. You look at the. Um, all right, they, they beat Charlton in the week two-one. Uh, but before that, they were um, what have you? You go back to the Nottingham Forest game at home when um, Forest beat them one-nil. So the the, the loss there, the drew against uh, Bristol City, um, the the drew against Reading again. You know what I mean? They lose against Stoke, so they're on a, a little bit of a mini crisis. Um, and in this league, of course, anyone can beat anyone on a given day. But yeah, you can't afford to drop points. And you know, when you look where they are in the league, that if they hadn't have had um, this run of form, then where would they be in the league? You know what I mean? They'd, they'd be, um, you know what I mean? The fourth in the league, one point off the leaders. You know what I mean? And they've, and they've had a bad run. They could have been top, same as Leeds. You know what I mean? Any, a few, a few teams could say this, but Swansea should be top of the league with the, with the points that they've, that they've dropped. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, they've dropped, dropped points to late. Eight winners, like and in the preview show at the start of the season, we both said that Swansea had the the talent and squad first to you know to be to be any. They play great football. They seem to be back to playing the Swansea City way. If you um, yeah. we both queried a they have enough squad to yeah. do that big grueling season and stay you know at the top, but also we're uh, consistent. And to be fair to them, start of the season first five six games they looked very consistent. And now you're just to see the game draw, lose a game. It'd be interesting to see because I think if they strengthen, brought in a couple of players in January, they they could challenge playoffs. Yeah, a basis of players, but they perhaps need something off the bench. Yeah, well, I think I think they need they need recruitment. You know, what I mean, obviously they sold um, McBurney to Sheffield United, so they lost a they lost a big player going forward. You know, what I mean, so they probably need to recruit another another attacking player who's going to get them goals because Swansea create chances. They create a lot of chances because of the way they play. But unfortunately, this and, and the same problem other teams are having. Leeds have the same problem. You know what I mean? And other teams have the same problem that, that they're not scoring or converting the chance the, the amount of chances what they're getting and. One goal is not enough in the championship, and, and I think that's proven, uh, proven to be the proof in the pudding because they're going to take the lead after a minute against Dog City. Uh, probably every single person in that ground thought yeah, that was a that proven. was a, a, a nailed on nailed on three points for them. Then, but it didn't work like that. You, you can't take your foot off the pedal. You've got to carry on going and um, and putting teams to bed and getting that second and third goal is crucial. And, and they didn't get it, and games change on goal. Oh, absolutely, and I mean, you know, you just need the results. Of all the teams over the last few weeks to see one goal ain't gonna cut it. You've got to go two, three, yeah. Because teams win two or three goals and still losing. Um, yeah, you know, goals, goals, goals that seem more in championship this year than they ever have before. Because often over the last few years, it's like you see a lot of one nils and two ones. But this year, there's been four twos and three threes, three twos and three alls, and it's. There's more. The defenses don't look as solid as traditional. 
championship is. Mm. But 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 then I, I I enjoy watching the sides who were going for games and who were going for the going for the throat of the other team. You know what I mean? The yeah. Wolves Wolves did it. Wolves Wolves got out of the division by scoring goals. You know what I mean? Derby in the past, Derby have, have have got in the playoffs by scoring more goals than the other teams. And Leeds when Leeds when Leeds are really flying. The creating loads of chances of scoring goals, you know what I mean, and and it's finding that right formula and having that having that um, twenty five to thirty goal a season centre forward, and you know what I mean. I look at uh, I look at Leeds. If Leeds, if Leeds, someone like Leeds had a, a Mitrovic up front, I think I think that they'd be they'd be ten points clear already because he's got that aura about him. He's got that yeah. composure about him. You know what I mean, and 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 the Bamfords of this world and the Alioskis, you know what I mean? They, they get the odd goals, but they don't, they don't get enough. They don't get enough of, you know what I mean? They, they'll, they'll probably finish the season with 10, 12, 15 goals. And for a, a potential championship winning side, it's not enough. It's not enough. You need 25, 30 goals. And and uh, and the team who gets that will be the team who gets promoted the season or the team who shares the goals around, you know what I mean? There's always teams who every centre-forward gets 10 goals or whatever, but you know what I mean? It's, 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 key, to, it's key to do that. Absolutely. Uh, so next up, West Brom for Cardiff. Very interesting game indeed. This one. Yeah, well, obviously raining goals. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, but um, uh, Smithy's made a great save in the first half. Um, just before Pereira scored his first goal, and Pereira, I thought was was out of this world. I thought his um, his first goal was outstanding. I seen him against Leeds in midweek and. And I knew how, uh, how exciting he was on loan from Sporting Lisbon, but um, he, he just ripped rip, rip cards to shreds. And once the first goal went, went went in, you know what I mean? They just kind of just seemed to to sit back and, and defend deeper and deeper. And you start doing things like that against good sides and good centre forwards, you're going to cause yourself more problems. And and I think it, it came to fruition when uh, Diagana scored um, the second one across across Smithies. I thought it was a, I thought it was a very 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 good finish, but. Um, you've got to stop the shots. You know what I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised Smithy's players. You know what I mean. I thought he might have put every Etheridge back in. I thought yeah. it would have been a perfect opportunity for the manager to do so. I believe mm. now after the international break, he will do that now after shipping four goals. But uh, but you, you've got to play your best team, Si. And your best team is Etheridge. I know that might be harsh on a on a goalkeeper who's who's done okay. Um, but you've got to play your best team. And um, and Etheridge is his best goalkeeper. And in a big game like that, when you know you're going to be busy. And you know your defence is going to be busy. You need a, you need your best goalkeeper behind. And you know, what I mean, he made some other good saves in the second half. And um, uh, it was just a, it was just a, a, a calamity display really defensively. And uh, and and it summed it up for me with the third goal because the defensive was all over the place. And Charlie Austin runs through and, and smashes in his his first and in West Brom's third. And and then you think, oh. Probably keep the score down now. Don't um, don't be don't be don't be yeah. making making bigger holes. You know what I mean. Don't let it get embarrassing five six and because that can shatter confidence before the international break. And um, he brings Danny Ward on within a minute. Danny gets his first goal. Um, very very good very good finish. And I thought his second goal was his header was was outstanding. You know what I mean for a and not a massive Beautiful. not a massive uh, uh, stature player. You know what I mean to to rise above some of the big the big defenders West Brom had to. To head it in off the post, so that was a great header, and and then Cardiff are back in the game, and um and you know I've got no I've got no qualms with the last goal because um, Cardiff are pushing forward, and uh, and West Brom are always going to catch you out, and, and Pereira did his stuff and laid it into Sawyer's who, who who finished quite nicely, but you know what I mean Cardiff were were getting picked off with um with the, with the holes and with the risks they were taking, but you know what I mean they give themselves an opportunity, so fair play to them that they try to get back in the game, but 
if you've got any aspirations, say you're getting promoted or doing well and getting getting the playoffs, you can't be getting you can't be shipping four goals in the championship because it's, you're giving giving teams a, a mountain to climb and get against against good sides and you know what I mean. Slavin Bilic has got his team well drilled and and uh, to be fair, four could have been a lot worse because Smithies did make some good saves as well and and West Brom missed some guilt edge chances as well. Yeah, I get Cardiff as. A defensive unit were terrible. Yeah, all over the place. I thought they were really smithies. Like, made some great saves. They just looked so unorganised. They were out of position. Um, and it's West Brom would take you. I think, to be fair, most teams would have scored a couple of goals against Cardiff on Saturday yeah. because they just didn't have anything about defence. They he seemed very naive almost from a defensive point of view. And like you said, once they shipped two goals, they dropped so that all it room for West Brom midfield already dominating the game. Uh, people like Pereira were just getting on the ball and able to manoeuvre it and, and just put it on it. And Cardiff um, overrunning midfield and you could see a difference in the quality player. You know, Riles has had a really good year. But look at the difference in quality between him and a Pereira. Um, yeah. Any of them, like Bakuna, really well. Yeah. Did do there in the, in the in the players. I'm really happy for Danny Ward, and I'm going to spot him a bit later. He um he's barely played last you know year really, and um you know he scored three goals in a week. All right. You know it didn't really make a difference. It doesn't matter, does it? Uh, didn't make it, it made sure the game it wasn't embarrassing, you know, it wasn't four yeah. nil. He kept going, he scored a great header, a really yeah. good header. West Brom are unbeaten. Let's not forget that. Um yeah. we've got about four questions on for Neil Warnock, the Q and A. Um I do think I have to say, uh, as a Cardiff fan, since he's been manager, I saw more crit of him all weekend. Um and I do think as well that he doesn't know his best which is creative because Smithy's made a mistake last weekend and what I said to you I that's it now he'll bring, uh, he'll bring I forgot his bloody name Etheridge um, he should, should have brought him back in Etheridge yeah he should, he should have brought him back in but well, you would have brought him back in yeah 100% Smithy at times has done very well but at other times he's looked a bit shaky and a bit nervous yeah he's um, He's pulled a couple there, but yeah, I Gratzel, Gratzel, you know, he had a goal disallowed in the offside. It's lazy. It's a yeah. lazy. You know, he should be staying on side from there. Yeah, I, no, I, t- I totally agree. I, I, I totally um, agree. But you can go back. You, know, you, go, you go. You go back to your point about um, about the manager not knowing his best eleven, and you know what I mean. He's chopped and changed. He's played Tomlin. He hasn't played Tomlin. And, you know what I mean. We're on about that number ten. We we spoke about this number ten all season, not just with Cardiff, with every other team. You know what I mean. You've got your your Bradley Dak. Um, you've got um, your Pereira. You know what I mean. You've got your Alioski. You've got you've got all these teams who've got. These kind of players who can unlock a door or, or, can, or can create chances, and you know what I mean. Cardiff are, are, are feeding off scraps a little bit. You know what I mean. The goals that they are scoring, you know what I mean. It's it's like they have to really try to create these chances where other teams are creating them off off, off nothing, and you know what I mean. And it's, it's quite concerning, you know what I mean, because um, other teams are scoring freely. Cardiff aren't, you know what I mean. And 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 to be fair, but you say that you, you go away from West Brom and you, and you say we've scored two goals at West Brom, you, you'd like to think you come away with something. So it's 
you know what I mean? But you yeah. can't afford to go there and, and ship four goals because sh- four goals is just it's, it's far too much. And, and for a Neil Warnock side to ship ship four goals is uh, is, is is poor. Yeah, it's very very poorly. Um, and like when Cardiff go forward, it doesn't seem natural. It does seem like the players with, they've got in the four positions are just naturally playing game, moving the ball quickly, uh, you know, dribbling or passing or shooting. It's, it could be a confidence thing where they're not in the zone and they're not, you know, just nat- yeah. not doing it without thinking. But I think that they also are lacking someone just in midfield who do something special. Um, yeah. And when you look at the squad, they've got a couple of wingers who can do it on their day. Unfortunately, yeah. their day isn't a red. Um, they've got like three wingers who a day doesn't come week in week out because no. I think Warnock is then trying to guess. You're almost trying to guess we're gonna have the good weekend, um, and I wonder whether that's part of the reason that he chops yeah. and changes because the players aren't consistent enough. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what um, next week. Yeah, well, obviously after the national break because Danny Ward's he's obviously deserves an opportunity and will he play? Will he will he change his, his tactics and will he put um, will he put two up? Play Glassell and Ward together and and let them play as a pair and get some crosses in the box or um, or will he stick to his tried and tested formation? You know what I mean, which which has worked for him in the past, but he's struggling this season and you know what I mean without that number ten, the formation I think what what what, what he's got is not working and that and I think that's my. I think that's my my, my no. issue I've got at the minute. You know what I mean? Whereas if you take that number ten out of it and you add uh, Bakuna and Joe Rawls, uh, your two wide men, you can stick your your, your two lads up front and you, you have your back four. Um, you're gonna get you're gonna get more chances because you've got that extra man up front. You know what I mean? Are you gonna pin teams back a little bit more because your your wingers are stopping the fullbacks getting forward, your centre forwards are stopping your centre halves getting out, and and it's gonna cause it's gonna cause other teams more problems. And sometimes. A little bit of a tweak of tactics and formation is uh, sometimes better than um, new players or better than um, just keeping the same all because it just gets predictable. And you know, I mean, maybe that's probably a word for Cardiff at the minute. They're just a little bit predictable, um, and you know what I mean. And, and and I think it's it's costing them a lot of um, it's costing them too many points, and they can't really afford to um, to to fall away too far behind the likes of the Swansea's, the likes of the Legionites, the likes of the Forest, the the yeah. Fulham's, etc. And that's my concern. If they fall too far behind, uh, the gap's too big to uh, to make up. And you know, what I mean, there's and there's always there's always teams who can who can pull runs together. And Cardiff are no different. But you know, what I mean, I'd rather I'd rather Cardiff go on a good run and be where Swansea are now than than go on a good run and have five, six, seven games unbeaten and then and still be outside the playoffs because they're giving themselves too much to do. Yeah, and I mean, it's interesting inter- the more you say there about the number 10 again, because they're basically repeating the same mistake week in, week in, whereby they haven't got a real 10, but yeah. the formation which eats and depends on a number 10 to yeah. be a link between the midfield and attack and to create those chances. Yeah. So you're like, same thing, you know, week in, week out. Um, I agree. I'd like to see Danny Ward and Glatzel play up front together with, you know, Murphy's, your white, uh, getting some crosses in. And I also think that a 4-4-2 will benefit those wingers who mentioned you were struggling for a community because the formation they play at the moment with like the, you know, like 4-2-3-1 
isn't necessarily um, the best for out and out winger. You know, really, no, they want to be playing four four, and they're wide. They wide. You know, they get. I think, you, I, th- I think you know your I think you know your job then, though, Si. You know what I mean? For me, as, as a four-four-two formation, sometimes you know what I mean. You know you've got your fullback behind you. You know what I mean? You can play high and wide. You know what I mean? Instead of that, that three behind, sometimes uh, you're interchanging. So you, one minute you'll find yourself on the left, the next minute you find yourself on the right. Sometimes you just want to go, Gavin White, right winger. Take lad, take 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 the fullback on. Get the ball in the box. Lay it back to your fullback. Pelt the air. Put the ball in the box. Joe Bennett, yeah. same thing. Get put the ball in the box. How many crosses can we put in today? You know what I mean? Can we can we can we hit Danny Ward? Can we can we hit Glatzel? Can we hit Glatzel in the air for flick ons for Danny Ward to run after? Do you know what I mean? There's all these kind of things, you know what I mean? At the minute, you're asking your big centre forward to get hold of the ball and, and, and asking runners to come and uh, join him with play. And, and I think sometimes yeah, you're asking players to do something that, 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 that they either can't do or they don't don't like doing. You know what I mean? So you're asking the midfielders yeah. sometimes to, to make forward runs when it's not their game. They like to, to get the ball off the centre half and like Joe's great. Joe, Joe breaks games. Joe, Joe Rawls breaks games up. He gets the balls off uh, Joe Bennett. He gets the balls off uh, Morrison, and he he can spray a 30, 40, 50 yard ball from from left to right. And you know, if you had another centre forward in, in in play, those balls are great. He could he could hit the centre forward on the diagonal for a flick on. And I just think there's so much more scope sometimes by just just changing things instead of. I said at the Middlesbrough game that uh, Cardiff Middlesbrough that, that I thought Cardiff substitutions were very. Um, it's like there was stage before that they happened. I knew I knew which positions were going to come off, and I knew which players were going to go on. And and sometimes if if we know that, opposition have seen it as well, so they know exactly what's yeah. coming. So they know that um, Mendes Lang sub, Junior Hoyle that sub, that they're all going to come on after 60, 70 minutes. Gavin White's going to come off. Uh, you know what I mean? Or Glatzel's going to come off, and Danny Ward's going to go on. And it's such a it's frustrating for players because when you see yeah, it used to happen to me when um, when I when I start and Ernie was sub. When every time I see Ernie warming up, I knew he was coming on. You know, I mean, Glass will be doing the same thing. Every time he sees Danny Ward warming up, he knows he's coming off. So as a player, mentally, you, yeah. you, you you've gone anywhere. So you, you know you're coming off. So you're just waiting for your number to be held up, and and it shouldn't always be like that. You know what I mean? It's uh, sometimes just do something out of the ordinary. Yeah, they've um, they've become predictable, haven't they, Cardiff? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, and it's it's not it's not like Cardiff though. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know what I mean. I I see them playing a lot more football this year than than probably I've seen them play uh, in previous years. So maybe maybe that's the issue. You know what I mean? That, that that they're trying to join in with this expansive football, playing good football, and they're mixing it up a little bit instead of the direct football which has worked in the past to get out of the championship. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and being hard to beat and keeping your shape and not really having a lot of the ball. You know what I mean? Is is work for them? So you know what I mean? If it's not if it's not broken, why fix it? Sometimes it's sometimes you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just uh, you just let things yeah. carry on. Yeah, and the problem they've got as well um, that where they're playing a slight or attacking or you know getting the ball on the deck more, they they're not defending as well, which is creating yeah. all sorts of issues for the view as well. Yeah. Whereas before they were and they were defending you know they they were pretty much a wall of defense yeah and they were in well it you know how many clean warnock side to keep for cardiff is unbelievable yeah i know but then you look at that but then you look so at some, uh, the next one which is, is your boys go on 
Um, are we looking at Sol Bamba? You know what I mean? If if Sol Kens comes back, or when he when he will? Sorry, if when he comes back, will he go with three? Will he play the three the three giants at the back and and, and go from there? You know what I mean? I don't uh, I don't I don't believe he will. I think um, um, I just think uh, I just think they need to get something right and uh, and uh, and see what and see what happens and um, and see if they can get some get some points on the board. Yeah, that's the main thing, is get some clean sheets and get some points on the board. Just see where run takes you. Uh, next, we got two Borough 1. Um, I said to you two weeks ago after Cardiff game, I was worried about Middlesbrough. Um, I'm not worried anymore. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely shaking in my boots because uh, there's just something just massively wrong with that, uh, with that football club. You know what I mean? The, um there was no there was no fight, there was no drive, you know what I mean? And and, and how they got themselves level with, with two minutes to go was just beyond me. You know what I mean? I know in the end um the the, the young lad got the goal but and, and, and fully deserved because it would have been an absolute travesty for Birmingham to um uh to not win that game. You know what I mean? I, I I'm a Middlesbrough fan, of course I am, but you know what I mean, sometimes and, and if Middlesbrough were that dominant in the game and they didn't win it, I'd be absolutely gutted, you know what I mean? Because he started in the first in the first minute. Randolph made I think it was one of the best saves I've ever seen, you know what I mean? I, yeah, it was just an absolute yeah. fantastic save and um and but that was a warning sign for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just uh, I'm concerned I'm concerned and I'm concerned um it, it, it's the commentators were saying that on Friday night, they were saying that there's six out, out of contract experienced players um, due out in the summer. You know what I mean? That they're not going to be kept on. And I, I just think um, it's just, it's just, it's just really worrying, mate. You know what I mean? They, they, they didn't deserve to get into the game at all. I thought the 16-year-old uh, Jude Bellingham, I thought it was absolutely, he was just a joy to watch, an absolute joy to watch. He was 16 going on 34. You know what I mean? He, he, he got on the ball. He was, he was getting angry with yeah. himself when he was giving the ball away. He was driving in the box. He was just—he played like an experienced pro, and and for a 16-year-old player to boss um, Paddy McNair, Adam Clayton, probably two of the two of the strongest players in the championship, Johnny Housen, you know what I mean? He he, he bossed them, um, and and good luck, to, good good luck to him, you know what I mean? He's the manager's given uh, youngsters a chance, um, you know what I mean? I thought Sergis in midfield, who got he got man of the match in the end, I thought it was outstanding. Um, Jukovic won his headers, um, but yeah, Middlesbrough. It's worrying times. Worrying times ahead for the men, for the for the, for the men in red. Yeah, um, Dan Randolph was incredible all game. He made like like a string of just unbelievable saves, um, and he kept it respectable. Mm. Um, obviously, Jude Banning, you say, fifteen-year-old is ridiculous, mate. Um, another yeah. another teenager sort of saved their blushes, and he did. I was I was old. pleased. Yeah, I was pleased for him. He's got uh, he's late he's, winner. Like he's going really well. Yeah, good finish. And and to be fair, like you said, absolute shambles from a Birmingham point of view. If they had not won that game, uh, uh, they, had, you, uh, they had they had something like twenty three twenty three shots on it's target. Twenty three shots to three. It's not fair. Rubbish. Flip it One thing I'd say about Borough, mate, for me, like looking from the outside. Is they seem to be getting worse. The last few weeks, they've this with each game is worrying when that happens because it's not yeah. like one game or we'll pick ourselves up the next game. Got a run as we talked about, but in the wrong way. 
Yeah, but well, when you speak about runs, don't you? That, that bad runs can also be similar to good to, to good runs that you can't get out of the habit. Um, Cowley brothers said he said the same thing, didn't he? That that losing is a habit. It's a bad habit, but it's a habit, and you've got to get out of that bad habit. And you know what I mean? When Middlesbrough drew with Preston on uh, oh, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, um, and uh, the manager came out and said um, he said we needed that. And I looked at his interview and I thought we needed that. Now we needed three points because. You know what I mean? You're playing against Preston North End at home on a Tuesday night. You know what I mean? You, you, you've got to be. You've got your aspirations have got to be higher than getting a point against Preston North End, regardless of where Preston are in the league. You know what I mean? Middlesbrough should be beating them at home. You know what I mean? And because uh, they've had a good record at Birmingham over the over the last three or four seasons, and and and, and Birmingham haven't haven't got nothing from Middlesbrough. So to have a dominant display like that on uh, on Friday night uh, really started. I think it, it had the potential to proper ruin weekends, but especially uh, especially mine. You know what I mean? Because I knew Cardiff were going to have a tough uh, a tough one on Saturday. So yeah. it's uh, it's wor- it's worrying, it's, and it's more worrying with Huddersfield getting three points and Stoke getting three points, and and me and me and you agreeing uh, a few weeks ago that, that 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 we agreed that both of them will get out of it uh, and they'll get themselves on good runs, and you know what I mean. And there's no team. And that includes Middlesbrough. Yeah. Have the, the divine right to not get relegated, and they want to be very careful because, you know, what I mean, if they get if they go on, go on that, that downward spiral and end up like Sunderland or um, like a Man City a few years ago when they end up in League One, it's it, they might never get out of it. And I just hope it doesn't happen because, you know, what I mean, they're a club close to my heart, and um, and I, 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 the, the football club needs a, a successful team. The area needs it. You know, what I mean. We're, we're not inundated with loads of money in this area, you know what I mean. And the football club plays a massive part on uh, in, in in bringing income, you know what I mean. So we need them to pick up as soon as possible. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the uh, I I couldn't. I texted you the night um, just after the game or during the game. I think it was um, the commentary yeah, well, yeah. is on uh, Talk Sport that um, the owner Middlesbrough and of the Chinese owners of Birmingham, respectively. Had both set uh, targets, playoffs, and managers reach these, you know, the, these targets, they were likely to lose their job. With you know, was the inter- radio, and I, you've got one side in Birmingham who whose squad. I would love to know what their average age is. It's, they're doing amazing. So young that they are gonna win a couple, lose a couple, win a couple because they got you know. Six, Six-year-olds who are the yeah. their team. Yeah, so totally agree. Consistency, and then on the other side, and then on the other side, you got Borough, who've got a new manager, trying to philosophy and outlook of the club from the last God knows how long of playing a certain way, playing in a certain way, going about business in a certain way. He's and I just thought to set playoffs as a target. All right, at the start of the season. Right, but after three or four games, you see that these clubs weren't going to be achieving that. So maybe reset the target to be more realistic. Well, I said, I said this, Sai, and I said I said it to you that I'd, I'd love the chairman or, or someone from the football club to come out and and just say what 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 is it what 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 would everyone be happy with in the football club? You know, because if that's mid-table, then then the expectations aren't as high as what you're thinking. Um, you know what I mean? I, you just spoke there about Neil Warnock's style of play. You know what I mean? We've got a new manager in, in, in Jonathan Woodgate who's, who's coming out and saying, I want to play this way, I want to play that way. Well, 
sometimes you're giving you're giving your game plan out before you've even started your game. So teams know that Middlesbrough are going to come and try and pressure and try and play this um, fast attacking style of football. Well, if um, if you get in Middlesbrough's faces and start and start kicking them early doors, or you start, you know what I mean, you start at a high tempo than them, then Middlesbrough looked just a shadow of themselves because they didn't know what a plan. They didn't look to me that they, that they had a plan B. And that was my that was my worry. You know what I mean? That that you that when you've got a sixteen year old kid running the game in midfield and getting angry when he's when he's when he's giving the ball away, that just shows the potential of of that of that young boy. You know what I mean? I I hadn't seen a lot of him apart from his uh, his, his his goal uh, a few weeks ago. I've seen a few highlights, but on on Friday night, I was I was immensely impressed with what what I was watching. And you know what I mean? By all accounts, his, his dad used to be a footballer and uh, non league footballer, centre forward, scored loads of goals and. And I can see him being an absolute superstar, and I hope uh, Birmingham can keep hold of him, uh, and he can and he can grow and play week in week out for the next two seasons or at least full season, and um, and he can he can learn and develop the right way, um, and then the world's his oyster because there's there's no way in the world a Liverpool, a Man United, a Man City aren't looking at this boy or haven't known about this boy for a very long time because he was he's something special, very special. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him uh, with Birmingham till he's like nineteen, twenty, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, he's get, you know, you, you, you know it, yourself. He's gonna have hundred odd games. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say there. You know what I mean? He could have hundred games. He could have twenty goals. Um, you know what I mean? And he could have a, a real name for himself. And you know what I mean? What he doesn't want to do is is go to a, a Man City and and stick. He's he's probably getting seven sub appearances all season. Yes, he might get. He, he'll get a a league medal now and again or you'll get an FA Cup final medal but it's about his development and you know what I mean these things will come for him in the future I believe because I do believe he's that he was that good and you know what I mean and that's not just off one game he's apparently he's been doing this week in week out for the for the past month so you know what I mean he's he's growing into a into a very talented uh, talented player and you know what I mean he's obviously been on Birmingham's radar you know what I mean he's only just left school he's, he's 16 years old I, I had to keep on reminding myself that's what it was I had to keep reminding myself on Friday that he's 16 years old. Adam Clayton, just go and kick him. Go, go and get round him. Go and try and upset him. Go and try and bully him a little bit. And you know what I mean? He's yeah. the, the, the tides turned, and he was doing it to them. And, and just yes, he, he, he's, he's, he looks like he could have the lot. He could have the lot. He's very, very impressed. Very impressed. Okay, so next up we had uh, Bristol City one, Reading nil. What has happened to? Ah, uh, well, I just we, we spoke about we spoke about that earlier. It was, uh, the yeah, the curse of uh, international break has absolutely murdered them. Um, you know, Puskas is 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 just not the same kind of player. Um, you know, what I mean, I thought Bristol City, I thought they were, I thought they were very good. You know, what I mean, they're keeping some clean sheets and they're, and they're doing really well defensively and they're, and they're nicking the goals. And you know, what I mean, it's uh, it's it's um, it's quite impressive for the cha- in the championship to, to to be able to to be able to do that. And you know, what I mean. I, but Bristol City look really strong, you know, especially at home. You know, what I mean, not many teams will go to Washington Gate and get a result. Um, you know, what I mean, I thought the, the the goal was very good. Uh, great header, great ball in the box, and uh, I won't even try and pronounce his name, but it was a very good header. Um, and uh, and to be fair, they should have had some more goals. You know, what I mean, they, they they've got a strong squad, strong bench, um, and um, and yeah, they've impressed me at the minute. Bristol City spent a lot of money though, so you know, I'm not not really surprised at how well they are doing. Yeah, and they see they lost um, a striker to a long-term knee injury, didn't they? Which was yeah, a big blow. Phobia. Um, yeah, phobia. But like you say, 
what we said at the start of the season, huge. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not going to struggle to 11 players what are they? Um, no. But yeah, and they look consistent, I think is the main thing. And then you've got window as well. We've got the window coming up in January. And if they're if they're there if they are there or thereabouts in the playoffs or or, or, or higher, um, I can see them splashing the cash again and, and going to another level because the chairman's obviously taking a risk this year. He's taking a risk as in as in to go and to try and get to the Premier League because he can probably see a, a gap in this division um and, 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 and an opportunity for them to get promoted and, and it's it's probably a risk worth taking because so far so good and Lee Johnson's doing a very good job. Yeah, and they're keeping clean sheets as well, which is I think could be the difference at the end of the season between well, Ashley, you know, Ashley automatics Williams, and playoffs. Or... Ashley Williams has been a big signing for them, big and I know, I know his, his contract runs out in January. And I, and I, I did read yesterday in the paper that um, that uh, Anderlecht are, are keen on him to go there in January. Vincent Company wants him to go there, and you know what I mean. If he stays at Bristol City, or he goes, he goes, goes over to Belgium for. Um, you know what I mean? Because obviously I know uh, Craig, Craig Bellamy is there as well. So, you know what I mean? The link's there for him to go. So, you know what I mean? That'd be a big yeah. loss. It'd be a big loss for them. But, you know what I mean? Uh, is, is that just yeah. a paper talk to get him, a, get, him a, get him a better contract somewhere? Or or is there, is there a bit of um, bit of truth behind it? You just, you just never know. Yeah, it'd be a big, huge blow for Bristol because I think yeah, he, well. he'd be the catalyst. Their yeah, defence displays. Even, you know, he's getting on a bit in age, but but his organisation and his, you know, he'll throw his body in front of anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had uh, Derby 2, Luton 0, Tom Lawrence with his first goal. This is uh, a wreck driving. Yeah, well, uh, I, I can't say, I can't look past the, um, the first goal because, you know, you, you can't afford to give any team a, a start and, you know what I mean? You, 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 it's just a lack of concentration. That, 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 that's all it is. You know what I mean? It's 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 early in the game, and and sometimes you just put your foot through it. You don't try and do anything out of the ordinary. And you know what I mean? I, I feel I feel more sorry for Pearson because Pearson's gone down with his own goal because obviously it was it was his pass, but it was it's such a shame for the lad because you know what I mean? It was obviously a, a, a it wasn't a mistake by himself. It was a mistake by the goalkeeper. And I thought Derby were decent. You know what I mean? I thought I think they picked up ever since um, ever since the. The drama of the accident, you know what I mean. The one three two last weekend, they drew two all in midweek against Barnsley away from home, which they were they should have they should have um, they should have won. Um, and then they go and keep a clean sheet and win two 0 again. And Tom Lawrence gets his goal, and you know what I mean. Derby surprised me because I think, um, especially with the, with the, with the with what happened off off the pitch, I thought things were all going to go really really badly wrong for them, and um, and they turned them around and fair play to them because. Uh, because they are inundated with good players, you know. What I mean, they've got they've got good players, you know. They've got good centre forwards. They've got on on the day, you know. What I mean that, you know. What I mean that the, the the leagues don't lie, don't lie over the last three or four seasons, and, and they've been in the playoffs regular. And you know, what I mean they're on a decent run so far. And I'll just it'd be interesting to see if they can carry this on. Yeah, I think Derby, uh, <clears throat> you know, a good run. They've got the players. If they go on a good run, they could, you know, they can they can make their way up the table. Um, it does seem to. Of stuff off the pitch, maybe I don't want to say inspired, but it's brought them. It's brought them together. They've brought them together. Yeah, a bit of a siege, maybe because I thought this was their best performance uh, of the season. I thought as a team, Um, obviously the goalkeepers absolute howler for the first goal, Um, and it's just a you know it's just a lack of focus. The sort that's the sort of thing though that you 
active, you know, kids, teenagers uh, who are still learning. You know, a, a professional championship footballer should not be, you know, switching off back in that. No. Uh, I think. Uh, next up, Huddersfield 3, Hull nil. Wow. Yeah, wow indeed, because uh, Huddersfield in form as well. They've been they've been playing some good stuff. You know what I mean? I, I'm pleased for, for 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 the Cowley brothers. You know what I mean? I think that their remit to go in there is to try and turn that fo- turn that football club around. They've they've had, had a tough start. They're, they've been saying all the right things about uh, winning mentality and you know what I mean. But to go and beat uh, to go and beat Hull City in a local derby three 0 at home was a was a fab- fantastic result. Um, you know what I mean? All all three goals in the second half. Um, I just, you know what I mean? Could that be the start of uh, of, of what they need? You know what I mean? They, they won't be impressed with uh, having an, an international break now because uh, because now they've got yeah. themselves in in good form. You know, what I mean? the big Stokes that you were, um, they've now they've now won. So the two clean sheets as well. They go to Blackburn the next game, then they play Middlesbrough at home, Barnsley at home. You know what I mean? So there's there's an opportunity for them to uh, to pick up some uh, some some points against some big big clubs in and around them so you know what i mean they they could be well out of uh, well out of danger by the time uh, by the time they they finish the, the the blackburn game because you know i mean it could shoot them up seven or eight places because they've they're out, out the relegation zone now um you know what i mean i know it's only early but you know what i mean we, we were we were all really worried about them you know what i mean you take them six points off them that, that's two points so two wins three wins four wins can make a massive difference in this league and uh, and I'm, I'm pleased for them because you know what I mean. I, it wasn't nice to see the fallout from the Premier League and and how poor they did, and then to follow it on and carry it on in the Premier in the in the Championship because you know what I mean. It just showed that the players were just um, were just really lacking confidence and things. And uh, and new managers have come in and and they've given the players belief and, and put the confidence back on. And and um, and I can see them. Uh, I can see them having a having a exciting run to the year uh, up to Christmas and see. See what happens after that. Yeah, I mean Hull were in form as well. You know, Hull yeah, have been playing very, very well going forward. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree, oh, and uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for the Leeds fans, uh, for the Hull fans, though, because you go to Huddersfield, the local derby. You know what I mean? Big crowd, expecting um, your team to do well, and then all of a sudden you find yourself at the, at the wrong end of a three-nil defeat against a. Well, people say poor side, you know what I mean? But league tables don't lie, you know what I mean? But league tables don't lie now, you know what I mean? That, that they've got themselves out of the, out the relegation zone and now they're looking up instead of looking down a little bit. Yeah, and the key is the teams they're playing over the next few weeks are teams around them. So yeah. if they can pick up wins, they're going to... Which to me is bizarre because a few weeks ago, it felt like they were in danger of being cut adrift at the bottom. Yeah. And it shows that a couple of couple of wins, and you're back in it because everyone beats everyone. Yeah, totally uh, agree. And on, totally agree. on that note, we'll go all two leads one. Um, the, the 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 turning point in this game for me was that was was that was the penalty. Um, penalty, yes, hundred percent. I don't think it's a red card though. I, I I don't think it's a red card at all because if if there was no other defender around. I, I, I'd say 100%, but I, the other defender was coming to close the ball down, and I just think I just think the referee acted a little bit hastily. It's a big game, hostile atmosphere at the, at the New Den. Um, so you know what I mean? I think he made a I think he made a bit of a rash call, and I, I don't think it was a red card. And uh, and to be fair, Millwall really, really, really 
inspired them. You know what I mean? Uh, Dead Wallace scored the penalty. Tom Bradshaw uh, got the penalty. Scored, scored himself a very good goal. But Millwall absolutely peppered the, the Leeds goal and, and should have been two, three, four, four and up back before the break. And then, then you're just thinking, oh, Millwall will see this out comfortably. And Alioski scores within 35, 40 seconds of the restart. And then all of a sudden, Leeds are back in the game. They're, they're keeping the ball. They've got 72% of possession. They're creating chances after chance after chance. And you know what I mean? I see some things on social media, on Twitter about uh, about Leeds' possession, and you know it just really annoys me that people think that just because you keep the ball, you have a divine right to win the football match. And you know what I mean? It's about creating chances, scoring goals, putting the ball in the yeah. back of the net, and keeping the ball means absolutely nothing. And um, and I think Leeds fans are a little bit deluded. They're keeping the ball really well, but they're not going anywhere, or they're not they're not hurting teams as much as they should be. And um, and to be fair, Millwall could have gone down the other end and, and got got the third goal. They probably should have done, put the game to bed. And, um, but for me, they deserved the win um, against a very strong side. But I think that the red card changed the game, and you know, I mean, Leeds will be disappointed that, that it was a red card. I, I, I don't, I don't believe it was. But the ref made the decision, and you get on with it. And you know, what I mean, they, they move on, and you know, what I mean, they're still, they're still there, they're there thereabouts. You know, what I mean, the, the league, the 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 the, uh, the league league leaders is changing week in week out at the minute, and they beat West Brom through the week one nil. With a very good performance, put them top, and then all of a sudden they find themselves fifth. So it's it's that tight at the minute. Uh, but you know, I mean, they need they need goals, and you know, I mean, we've said this for, for for a few weeks. Yeah. They need a need a proper centre forward. They need a thirty goal centre forward in the window. Yeah. It's the one thing in that player they lack is that killer striker who can bag yeah. them those twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, I but... have a slightly different opinion of the. I didn't think. I did not think it was a penalty. I oh, did you not? No, I thought he pushed him. I thought. I thought he pushed nothing him in the back. It was nothing, I just not. He, he Bradshaw went down really all. easily. He went down really easily, but it certainly wasn't a red card because I, I don't know who the other defender was covering. I don't know if it was Pierce, but um, it was. It, 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 I think he was going to make the tackle. I think he was going to slide because he, he he hadn't slid yet. He, he hadn't really he hadn't really put himself on the floor. So I, I just thought the ref made a made a quite. Quick uh, decision way. If he took his time and he spoke to his linesman, maybe and and and, and got to the bottom of it, he'd have probably given me a yellow card and, and and everyone moves on and gets on with it. But yeah, you know, I thought it was a bit of a bit of a rash one by the ref. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Be uh, uh, surprised to see Neil resign. Um. Yes, but I think there must be there must be more to it though because he must have been given an ultimatum about winning games and 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 going to lose his job. You know what I mean? It, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard at a football club. It's, they're, they're a selling football club. They're not they're not a progressing football club. And you know what I mean? He's lost. He's, he he loses his two best centre forwards in the summer. You know what I mean? Lee Gregory goes on a free to Stoke City, and uh, it, it must be frustrating. You know what I mean? Because you you're working on on a shoestring budget. You know what I mean? You're probably punching above your weight. You're overachieving and. And sooner rather than later, they probably are going to slip through that trap door. And you know what I mean. It's but then it inspires players. It gives other players a chance. It gives other managers a chance. And the players obviously responded really well on Saturday. And, um, but I was just disappointed that Neil left. You know what I mean? Because he's a, he's a very good manager. He's done he's done he's done really well at Millwall. And you know what I mean. I hope he gets back into football sooner rather than later because uh, the football needs people like Neil Harris. You know what I mean? He's done a, done a good job. And. You know, what I mean, I don't want him to be out of the game too long because when when you've been out of the game that long, and uh, you sometimes you miss the ball a little bit, and you and you don't end up getting back in. Yeah, I was very surprised to see him go. I um, 
because well, Millwall, the majority of the time this year, very good. They've had a couple of games where they had very, very off days. Um, but I thought, oh, they've been very good. I was very surprised to see him go. There's probably some stuff, you know, there's a lot, you know, I dare say there's plenty of going stuff behind the scenes, which we do, but I was very surprised. Next up, we got Nottingham Forest 1, Brentford 0. Um, uh, Nottingham Forest, uh, they're, they're going along quite nicely, you know what I mean? They're going forward. I just... I just I really enjoy watching them, you know what I mean, and and I, I've been saying this for weeks now, you know what I mean, that that that, that expansive football, creating chances, um, you know what I mean, uh, grabbing up front, he just he leads the line really well, you know what I mean. If there's a better centre forward at the minute leading the line on his own, I, I'd, I'd I'd argue against anybody because I just think he's, he's he's playing really really well, and you know what I mean. You, you look at the substitute bench this week, you know what I mean. He, he had Amiobi on the bench, he had. Uh, um, uh, a Dharma on the bench. It's just, it's just, uh, you know what I mean. He's, 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 he's inundated with very good players, and and, and similar to what we're talking about um, uh, with Cardiff. You know what I mean. Sometimes managers don't know the best, the best 11s or you know what I mean, or the, or the mixing players about. You know what I mean. Joe Lolly scored midweek. He, he, he had another ex- excellent display on Saturday against Brentford, and, uh, and and they got the winning, got the winning goal through Ben Watson with a great finish off. Uh, uh, with a volley, you know what I mean. He's not renowned for his his his, his goals and and getting 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 into the box. You know what I mean. I know he scored some big goals in his career in the FA Cup finals, etc. But you know what I mean. Not the Forest have got a little a little warrior in there with him. You know what I mean. And I think he, he knows the league and he he's um, he's, he, he does all the horrible stuff that nobody wants to do. You know, what I mean? a little bit like an unsung hero that. Um, that he'll get the ball. You know, pass it out to Joe Joe Lolly or pass it out to Carvalho or to Lewis Grabbins. Uh, um, into the Amiobis and he'll do all the dog all the dog work what nobody else wants to do and and Nottingham Forest are just getting getting the rewards at the minute with them um, with yet another yet another victory and another three points against a good side and um, I thought Brentford did okay at times I thought they created a couple of chances Watkins uh, Ollie Watkins was unlucky not to score again and but they can't just rely on his goals you know what I mean if you take his goals out of out of Brentford this this year. Uh, then you know what I mean they don't score enough goals if you take him out of it and you know what I mean I think on Saturday when um, when Nottingham Forest are, uh, are focusing to stop that one player you know what I mean someone else has got to come to the table and um, and help him out a little bit yeah yeah I agree I thought um, Joe Lolly's delivery again for crosses and corners and free kicks outstanding I, yeah. his, his delivery this year has been just second to none yeah. I also Thiago Silva, excellent for Nottingham Forest, and I, him and uh, Carvalho are the ones who week in week out they just make everything not. Yeah, and they're dangerous. Like coming out of the last couple of weekends, I've looked at Forest and I've looked at Bristol, West Brom, and the three really dangerous. And then you've got you know the likes of your Prestons and Leeds and people like that. Uh, well going forward but those three teams for me have got the best sort of package defensively midfield everything they're the three which stand out for me yeah yeah totally agree totally agree I think um, it'll be interesting also uh, talking about windows you know what I mean that how they how they look going to the transfer market in January like, are they waiting to see where they are um, will they go and splash big and take a take a risk to get to the Premier League? Because you know what I mean. It's 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 a risk sometimes worth taking because um, 
You know what I mean? Something, something else is just tweaking, it's just getting pushing over that, over that line. Because if you don't do it, you don't get promoted. You, you, it's it's a it's a little bit of oh, if only if only would have brought in this player, that player. You know what I mean? And took a little bit of a risk, or I got a, a loan player from the Premier League because you know what I mean. Some of these clubs are, are probably one or two players away from um, getting to that next level, and Nottingham Forest, I believe, are, are one of those sides. And you know what I mean? And, yeah. And they're going to take some stopping. They're going to take some stopping for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, next and far, Ansley went well. Oh, to be honest, I, I don't know where to start with this one. Um, however good um, Preston were, um, Barnsley were awful defensively. They're just all over the place. Um, and all I spoke about in, in pre-season, that's one thing I spoke about was uh, was defensively how strong Barnsley were. You know what I mean? So you can keep your clean sheet in League One. But the Championship is a different animal. You're playing against international footballers, you're playing against um, young, fresh, quick, um, direct players who create chances, you know what I mean? Uh, and this is five probably going on six, seven and eight because uh, because Preston were that good, you know what I mean? They missed some, some guilted chances themselves, you know what I mean? They scored some very good goals. Um, they scored some very uh, fortunate goals as well. Uh, Johnson got himself a couple, Harrop scored. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm on about... Um, uh, Maguire didn't score. He's been he's been one of their talisman all season. You got David Nugent didn't score. Gallagher, you know what I mean. So the, the goals are getting shared around at Preston. You know what I mean. I I, I said there about having a, a thirty goal a season centre forward or a thirty season goal player. But when you've got goals getting shared around different positions, you know what I mean. It's it, it, they're having a really good season. If they're over overachieving, then 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 fair play to them. But you know what I mean. They're, at the minute. I, I, there's not many teams who's going to stop them. You know what I mean? They've scored the most goals in the league. They've scored 23 goals. West Brom are the second highest with 21. So it tells a story that, you know what I mean? This isn't just a one-off. This isn't just them scoring five. And that's why they, 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 they scored, they've scored the most goals all season. You know what I mean? They've, you know what I mean? They drew three all against Bristol City. Um, they, they went to Birmingham and won. They went to Middlesbrough and got, they scored. They got a point. They beat Brentford 2-0. Um, they beat Sheffield Wednesday, they beat Stoke, uh, they've scored two at Swansea. You know what I mean? So this isn't a fluke. You know what I mean, Sai? This isn't a fluke, and and, and they're doing all right. Yeah. And and I, and I think it's just can they sustain it? You know what I mean? They're, they're going to have a bad run. It's it's just it's just when when it when when is the bad run? Can they stop the rot of the bad run? Can they just can it just be one or two games and then they can turn things around very quickly? Or or can they or can they can they keep sustaining this? Um, this high intensity, creating, scoring goals, and 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 see how how long they can carry this on for. Yeah, they've um, they're making us look very silly, mate. For our, yeah, they are. Know, they I are, predicted yeah. that they would they go down. Uh, yeah, so did I. But the thing is, on me, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they I'm glad they I'm glad, they, I'm, I'm glad they're keeping it going. They are playing. I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're keeping it going though, because I, I want them to do well now. You know what I mean? Because. I think a to prove us wrong and also to prove the league wrong as well, though, because you know what I mean. They're not a fashionable club. They're not. They haven't spent fortunes. You know what I mean. So I think they're there on merit and they deserve to be there. And yeah, uh, and I'm yeah. sure it. I'm sure it can continue. So good luck to them. Absolutely. And uh, next up, QPR. Four Blackburn two. Ah, QPR. QPR must. Uh, QPR fans must think it's Christmas. You know they. Uh, you know what I mean? They, they, they had a poor season last season. I spoke about it. It was the worst team I, see, I, I saw all season. The last two games have been beaten quite heavily. Last Saturday was West Brom. Cardiff beat them in the week 3 0. Um, and then, then they're going to score four goals. You know what I mean? Naki Wells, uh, 
uh, Ezzy, John Hugel, you know what I mean? They're, they're the club again who um, share the goals around and it's all three, you know what I mean? And, and, and QPR supporters must be must be delighted that, that, that those three keep doing it regular, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't believe they'll be They'll be they'll be fighting, scrapping down the bottom of the league. You know what I mean? They've got too much quality going forward to not to not win games. And um, you know what I mean? I thought at, at times going forward they were they were electric and and it could have been a lot more um, than than the four for uh, against against Blackburn. You know what I mean? Uh, Bradley Dock Bradley Dock got another goal. Uh, Adam Armstrong. You know what I mean? It was just a, it was just a, a, a nice attacking display from both sides. And you know what I mean? Not much defending going on. Um, and uh, but you know what I mean. It, it, you said at the start of the show that um, that that defences are taking a bit of a hit, and and I think that was one game in particular where, um, all right, you can you can probably slag their defending off a little bit and say it's not good enough. But sometimes you just got to say about the attacking, and we want to see goals and 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 be excited. And you know what I mean. The minute QPR fans are getting value for money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the um, the one thing I'd say about QPR in the week against Cardiff is they weren't that bad. Cardiff were in their finish because Cardiff, even though I think it was a two or three nil, they yeah, um, Cardiff weren't great. They were just their chances. Yeah, were, were terrible. But they did because defensively they weren't good enough. Today, it's the same sort of thing. Defensively, they weren't good, really good enough. But they've scored more than the opposition. Blackburn scored the QPR four. And I think they they aren't you know strong enough to sustain a push for you know like an automatic or playoff place. Yeah. They might slip in the playoff. Personally, and it's only my opinion. I think defensively they're probably not strong enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I don't going forward, uh, yeah, I don't think they've got enough. I don't think they're as good as anybody. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I don't think they've, I don't think as a group they, 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 they've got the consistency. You know what I mean? I think. Uh, I've just said there, you know, the, the last three games, you know what I mean? You lose 2 0, 3 0, but then you win 4 2, you know what I mean? So the inconsistency, you know what I mean? There's some tough games, and you know what I mean? You're not going to you're not gonna score the fours week in, week out. And, you know, I, mean? I think they probably need at least two, maybe three goals each week just to win a game because defensively they they do let goals in as well, you know what I mean? What is that? Two against West Brom, three against Garda, two against Blackburn, you know what I mean? That's a lot. A lot of goals to, to 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 ship in, you know what I mean. So you you're asking your centre forwards and your wingers and your midfielders to to chip in with a lot of goals to to get yourself out of the um, out of the mire at, at times. Yeah, and I, I too, I thought it was Holtby was good when he came. Ah, he's very, yeah, he's very, he's very good. Player, yeah, he's like, on yeah, his day, if they can get yeah. him playing. Yeah, well, I think it's all Blackburn. Blackburn on paper have got a very good side. You know what I mean? Going forward, you know what I mean? They've got a very good side, and you know what I mean? Got got some very good attacking players and. Uh, players who can unlock doors, create chances, and you know, I mean, it's just about getting them all playing in the right positions and 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 playing expansive attacking football. But also, you've got the job to do at the other end, and, and they've, they've got a job to do defensively. Mm. And I think that's what's letting them down a little bit. You know, I mean, that they are shipping quite a lot of goals in uh, this season already. Yeah, yeah, spot on. They uh, they have uh, the final game of the day. At least it was uh, Sheffield Wednesday one Wigan Athletic nil. Yeah, well, Wigan are a funny side. You know, I, 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 I just can't work them out. You know what I mean? The, in the week, they beat Birmingham 1-0. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and sometimes you just think, is that at the turn the corner? You know what I mean? Sheffield Wednesday, you know what I mean? They, 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 they were similar. They got Middlesbrough last Saturday. They beat Middlesbrough 4-1. They play Hull in the week, uh, get beat 1-0. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's a little bit hit and miss at the minute, Sheffield Wednesday. There's, no, there's, not, there's not really any any 
proper consistency and uh, and to be fair there. You know what I mean? They they don't score enough goals. You know what I mean? Obviously, the score, you take the four out of four out of the middle of the game. You know what I mean? They scored sixteen this season. You take the four off there. You know what I mean? That's twelve. You know what I mean? They don't let a lot of goals in. Granted, but they've got to score a lot more goals. You know what I mean? They create a lot of chances. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got your Adam Reach and your Harris wide. You know what I mean? You've got your Stephen Fletcher leading the line going forward. Uh, you've got your Barry Bannon who, who pulls all the strings in the midfield. And I just think I just think they need a little bit more support up front with Fletcher. Um, to really get them get them goals, Fletcher wins every header. He dominates defenders, but he needs help. You know, what I mean, Reach and, and Harris play really wide, and um, but you need you need somebody. Same thing what we just said about Cardiff. You need sometimes some help and some support because Fletcher can't run in behind. He, he, he holds the ball up. He wins headers. He does all the stuff that I'd I, I would have, I'd, I'd have had a dream playing off with him because he's just he must just be great to play with, but. He must be. He must be. He must be so tired by the time he comes off because he's doing a, a two-man job playing up front on his own. Yeah, the thing with um, Fletcher, as we've said a couple of times over the weeks, is if you put crosses in, good ball or box, or you play ball to him, he'll win the headers, he'll score goals. But he's not going to, you know, run the channels. He's not going to run him lines because of the legs. It's not a game, yeah. Yeah, it's not his legs game. Do that now, anyway. Yeah, it's not um, a game. Need someone able to get get out of him, you know, from deep onto those flick-ons is yeah. uh, from a defensive point of view, it's almost unplayable. Yeah, I agree. When you've got that midfield deep beyond the defence, so they need to, you know, it's just that one player almost could unlock everything else. Yeah, totally agree. They just they've they, got but, two good. Yeah, but they've just got to get it. They've got to get it right, and they've got to get it soon because you know what I mean. It's, there's there's too many, uh, there's too many clubs really who are looking for that, looking for that player. You know, I mean, everyone seems to be seems to be struggling for that one player. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's it. And then there's so many big clubs, good clubs, so many great teams. There's so many teams in form who maybe yeah. weren't expected to be in form beforehand. Yeah. And it's, you know, you've got to make decisions in January these clubs because those decisions could be the difference between going up and down. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's finish off with a couple of regular features. We got our two for two, where myself and Andy pick uh, two big performance moments or players, and uh, two nightmares for the weekend. So, uh, who have you got for your ups, mate? Uh, I've gone first. I've gone for uh, Matthias Pereira yeah. for West Bromwich Albion. I thought he was absolutely yeah. outstanding. I thought everything went through him. Um, he scored a great goal to to start the scoring, and obviously then, then he got he got an assist for Sawyer's goal at the end. So he's got one of my first ups. Okay, cool. I've um, I've gone for Dan Press and uh, North End. Nice. I thought he was excellent, and yeah, he's been he a real ca- real catalyst for Preston's excellent run as well. Yeah, uh, you know, well, it's now and he's been a bit. Uh, you've got a few second one, mate. Uh, my second one, I've gone for Tom Bradshaw uh, from Millwall for his uh, his his, uh, his first half performance, especially. I thought he tormented Leeds in the first half. He won the penalty, um, and and they scored a very good goal. He, he nipped in front of the defender, and uh, and it, the deftest of flicks. And you know, what I mean, Leeds are really strong in defence, and obviously kept uh, West Brom quiet in midweek. So to uh, to torment the back four of Leeds was uh, was yeah, a bit of credit for him. So he's he's got my second up. Uh, yeah, my second up. I was um, I was torn between. I was impressed with again, um, but I I went for Danny Ward simply because uh, the lads Good barely shot. played. Good shout. And 
and he's scored <coughs> in a week. If he's come in off the... You know, he's not played a lot of football. He hasn't really been given a great deal of chances at Cardiff over the last, you know, 12 months, injuries as well. Yeah, I think it's, you know, and, and let's be honest, when uh, Hull, West Brom scored after Cardiff had got it back to 3-2, you know, if it had gone the other way and Cardiff get that goal, that's, he's the catalyst. For that. Even though Cardiff did do I thought that, uh, you know, he deserved it for the, for the, Good show. Play for uh, with two uh, two wingers. Uh, okay, we've got for you, Dan. Uh, I've gone for Brad <clears throat> Collins, uh, Barnsley goalkeeper. I just thought he had a he had a he had a torrid display. You know what I mean? I'm not saying all the goals were his fault, but it's about having uh, confidence in your back in, in your goal in your goalkeeper. And you know, I mean, one of the goals in particular, I think it was the last one where he's he's he's, he's just been bullied a little bit by uh, by the. By the centre forward, the pressing centre forward, and I just, I just, I didn't really, I didn't really feel sorry for him. I just think, you know, what I mean, after having a, a successful season in uh, in League One and keeping all the clean sheets, what he did, I think he, um, he obviously just needs to realise that this is a different animal in the Championship and uh, and, and need to grow up a little bit quicker and, and realise that it's a, it's a, it's a physical sport and uh, and you know, what I mean, you're not going to just get everything your own way. So he's why he was my first down. Yeah, cool. I, uh, I, Simon. Simon Sluger, Slugger, uh, of Luton Town Keeper. Um, yeah. I haven't done a keeper for a while. Yeah. With the other goal as well. Uh, and it's cost his team points, you know, versus yes. the Derby team who've been struggling. Yeah, not good enough. Not good enough. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, not and good we've, enough. Uh, we've, we, you know, at the start of the, start of the season, we slaughtered the yeah, we were very critical on goalkeepers, so you know what I mean. And, and then they picked up, and then they're starting, they're starting to make some mistakes again now. So you know what I mean. It's uh, it's uh, a lot more goals are happening. So goalkeepers probably are making a few more mistakes than they should be doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, my second one, I've gone and for Brit Sombolonga. I've gone for British on Belonga, and the reason why I've gone for British on Belonga for two reasons. Um, I thought his performance, uh, he, he had a lack of touches um, in the game for a centre forward, and for a ten point five million pound centre forward. Uh, it's just not good enough, you know what I mean? If 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 you're not getting the ball, you go looking for the ball, and you've got to you've got to make something happen, you know what I mean? He's a ma- he's a massive player for that football club, uh, and his performance just wasn't good enough. Uh, and the second part of it was uh, was Middlesbrough to go back in the game, by a good play by himself, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, from Bur- Birmingham's right hand side, he's left one on one. Uh, and you've got to stop the cross, you know what I mean? You, you, you're taught at every age, you know what I mean? Kids upwards, you've got to stop crosses. And, and I spoke about it last week, uh, you know what I mean? That some, some teams defensively are getting getting ruined because they're not stopping crosses. And, you know, he's an experienced footballer, you know what I mean? And, and you can you can, you can can slag the defenders off and not picking up in the box. But if you stop the initial cross, the goal won't happen. And, you know what I mean? For me, that cost Middlesbrough after getting back in the game and all the hard work and the blood, sweat and tears, what they did on Friday night. They might not have been good enough, but you've got to prevent things happening. You've got to help each other out. And, and for me, he uh, he had a shocker, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's difficult to not agree. And uh, so for my second one, initially, I had a transfer policy, but... Uh, that wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't for the week. Wasn't for the, um, so I've gone. With, um, I actually went with PR and Black um, for the. It was four two, and I thought both their defenses were pretty terrible. Yeah, the word to be fair, yeah. Um, which made for really exciting football. 
but just from an organizational point of view and positionally and just generally just the yeah. basics of tending i thought they were uh, i gave it to those eight lads or whatever it was okay and uh, we'll finish off with some questions Uh, you can send questions for Andy every week to facebook.com slash acecastnation, Twitter at acecast underscore nation, using the hashtag ace. And uh, let's have a look. So we got out a couple of Cardiff ones, particularly around Warnock this week. Um, one sent in the, these two question is, uh, they need to get rid of Neil Warnock before it's too late. Oh, um, I, I, I don't think it's helped with the manager coming out and saying that he's not going to be there in the summer. You know what I mean? I think he's put he's put he's put unnecessary pressure on himself. Um, sometimes you just keep things in house and you keep things quiet. And we, we we've said this, we spoke about this earlier on in the season. And and I just think he's put, he's just put unnecessary pressure on himself. And, and unless he's got somebody in the wings waiting to take over, um, I, I just you know what I mean. I think it'd be a travesty for everybody involved if if they did, if they did sack him. You know what I mean? Because we, we don't want Neil Warnock to be remembered at Cardiff City for get for losing his job and getting sacked. You know what I mean? That. I don't think we're panicking just yet. Uh, I think he's under massive pressure, um, and he's got to pick up sooner rather than later, or he's going to he's going to have big decisions to make. Because, you know, what I mean, does he want to be remembered for failing? Does he want to be remembered for handing the reins over to somebody else? You know, what I mean, he's best off for me handing it over to somebody else if he's not confident in in his own ability to get him, get him get him into the playoffs or, or better. Um, but me personally, I think I think we've got to give him another. For me, five, six, seven games, and and uh, and then by then, you know what I mean. What we what we are, we'll, we'll have eighteen games, um, and you know what I mean. By then, we'll have a, a really good idea where uh, where the league league's starting to unfold a little bit. Yeah, and there's still, if it does go bad, that it's still twenty odd for for a new yeah. manager to come in and yeah, you know, totally repair agree. the damage or to do yeah, it totally you know, the job. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I go along as well. Um, the second part of the question is: If they do replace uh, Warnock at City, should he move to director of or go to Middlesbrough to replace Woodgate? Oof. Um, it was a good question. I think to be fair, I, I, I think I, I think I'd like to see him move upstairs. You know what I mean? And, and educate maybe as a, a younger manager. You know what I mean? Cardiff, I've not. Um... You know, I mean, many young young managers. You know, what I mean, they've had a lot of experienced managers come in. You know, what I mean, so maybe maybe if the clubs wanting to go down a different route and um, and it's it's just a friendly face for the fans to relate to. You know, what I mean, so maybe the move upstairs is always a is always the next progression up. But I, I I don't believe he will. I believe he'll just cut ties altogether and and he'll just move on when the time's right for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Do you um so another person? Asked a similar question. They said, um, "Look, impossible that Borough City could change their managers. Would you rather Chris Hutton go to Borough or Cardiff?" Ooh. Um, if Chris Hutton was going to go and take a job this week, uh, it'd be no brainer. He'd have to go to Middlesbrough because I don't believe that Neil Warnock uh, would leave this early. So, you know what I mean? It's uh, Listen, yeah. good managers. Good good managers don't become don't come available all the time. So if a good manager comes available and the chairman wants to 
or he's thinking about a change, you've got to do it to get the best person in, 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 in charge of the football club. So, you know what I mean? We've seen people losing their jobs after two games, Si. You know what I mean? We've had, what, 11 games now, so... And yeah. some, teams are, some teams are massively underachieving, so... You know what I mean? There was uh, some vicious questions on Friday night to Jonathan Woodgate by the, by the, by the um, reporter. And she handled herself really well, as he did, but... It's a results business, and he knows this. And he knows he's been a player long enough. He's not stupid. He he knows that he's got to pick results up, and points aren't good enough anymore. We need three points, and we need to win games. And and uh, it isn't gonna it isn't gonna be easy. You know what I mean? We've got some brutal games coming up, and some hard games. And um and if that's him in charge or or a new manager, you've got the window coming up now. And normally, uh, chairmans like to get rid of managers in this window because it gives them two weeks to bring in a new manager in and work with the team. So it wouldn't surprise me if. If Middlesbrough did make a change, to be honest, next last question was uh, Preston making YouTube plonkers. <laughs> Bloody silly, aren't they? Uh, is that a question of a statement? That's a statement. Right. I, I'll agree. Yeah, I'll, I, do you know what? I, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. I'll agree with that though, because uh, do you know what they have? They've yeah. made us look. They've made us look ridiculously silly. But at the same time, I've just said that I said earlier, I, I hope to continue it because they deserve um, they deserve the recognition and, and we've been fair on here. You know what I mean? We we said this before a ball had been kicked, but every single week yeah. we've given them praise, we've we've um, we've rewarded that their top players with uh, with our ups. Um, you know what I mean? And and there's not many games where we've been negative on um, on any of their performances, displays or tactics, you know what I mean? So they're they're getting things massively right. Uh, and I hope for, for their sake it continues because They've been the shining light at the minute of the, of the championship on a consistent basis, so they deserve to be where they are. Yeah, spot on. One of the most consistent teams at the moment. And just before I finish, I, I nearly forgot this. Can you believe I nearly forgot the lingo? Uh, yeah, what's the, what's, what's the new one for this week then? Um, well, we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go a little bit Geordie. We'll go a little bit Geordie as well, like so. You know what I mean? Because so, obviously, I still, uh, I still talk to uh, quite a lot of people who were uh, Sunderland, Sunderland way, Newcastle way. So, um, we'll go why I man. We'll go proper Geordie. So we'll go why why I man. Why I man. Proper Geordie. Proper Geordie. Why? That. So we'll go, we'll go, we'll go a little bit of uh, a yeah. little bit of Geordie lingo today. So we'll mix it up a little bit. Yes. What are you gonna do? Mix it up. Mix it up. Yeah. So, uh, guys, you uh, Andy on Twitter at AndyCampbell32. He's always arguing with Leeds fans, so you'll know it is him. Uh, you can find <laughs> me at Ace underscore name, Facebook.com slash Ace Cast Nation, YouTube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation for the videos, and uh, all videos are visual places. Uh, you can send your questions into you know, as usual, usual places. Send them in, he'll always answer them. And, uh, they were a bit normal last week. We had some weird ones, which was uh, yeah, normally I was quite I was quite happy so, with the normal, these normal, normal week, normal questions. Yeah, normal ones. That's really... Yeah, Andy will answer anything, so it's fine. Stitch him up. Just ask him anything. Yeah, go for it. We're go still a, it. a young. A, we're still a young channel. We um, only started six months, seven months, not a year old uh, yet. Not even so, that, yeah. so, so uh, drop a like. Drop a like on the video, share the videos, get involved, comments, let what you like. Well, hopefully, competitions coming up to Christmas, end of the season. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks. For-
Talking to me, Andy, as always. Yeah, top man. Pleased to loved it again. Really enjoying it. Yeah, it's a good laugh, mate. I really enjoy it. Then next week I can be a little bit better. I don't think it'll be a problem anyway in the in the final recording. But uh, yeah, cheers, guys. See you next week. Podcast Network.